If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Rain that began on Wednesday kick off the first of four storms that are set to douse the North Bay over the next seven to ten days. Some parts of Sonoma County might even receive more rainfall in the next three days than the last three months combined. So Santa Rosa recorded nearly half of an inch of rainfall yesterday, and experts say this isn't an immediate solution to the drought, but the storm helps quite a bit. High elevations areas in the North Bay are expected to receive an additional one to two inches of participation, uh, sorry, precipitation over the next three days. Tesla and SpaceX founder Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter for $43 billion. Musk said, quote, I invested in Twitter as I believe its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe. And he added, Twitter had extraordinary potential. I will unlock it. So the billionaire said he can't buy, if he can't buy Twitter, he's going to rethink his position as Twitter's largest shareholder. And a lot of people have just complained about social media limiting free speech. And Elon Musk, he wants to come to the rescue. Well, Garth's new Nashville dive bar finally has a name. So we talked about this a few weeks back that Garth Brooks officially announced plans for a Broadway bar in downtown Nashville. And I hope you placed your bet on this one with friends because Garth Bar will be officially called... Yes, it's going to be called Friends in Low low Places, which was my guess, remember? Oh, I do, yeah. I was like, why wouldn't it be called that? It makes sense. It's like he wrote the song just so he could open a bar called Friends in Low Places. I was rooting for Thunder Rolls. (laughs) That's also a good name. Maybe he'll open another dive bar called Thunder Rolls. But there's no details yet on when this three-story, 40,000-plus square foot venue will open up for entertainment, but we can't wait. Morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. So we're opening up my dream journal once again to discuss a dream I had about a bear. Now, I had a dream that Cole and I were on vacation somewhere. Like, I, my guess is maybe like Tahoe or something where bears are more likely to be present. Yeah. Uh, And in my dream, Cole left the window open while we were sleeping and a bear got into the bedroom and I had to fight off the bear. And Cole was asleep the whole time this was happening, apparently. Heavy sleeper. And I was very much wounded. There was like claw marks on my leg. I definitely needed stitches. Like there were, you know, marks on my hands. And I woke up and I was like, what? Why would I have a dream about a bear attack? I didn't watch any TV shows or nature documentaries or movies where there was a bear. Nothing. No news stories. That's very intriguing. I have no idea why a bear made its way into my subconscious. Well, I guess it's time to pull out the Radio Shack (laughs) dream interpreter. I'm nervous about this one. All right, here we go. Here it is. It's a little dusty. I just want everyone to know Tanner's holding a pencil holder right now. All right, how to get some of the dust off. You know, I don't want it to short circuit or anything. Okay, great. What is what, okay. what is the uh, dream journal interpreter say? All right, <laughs> lights are going. Here it goes. The dream interpreter says, Dreams about bears attacking you shows a forthcoming threat in your waking life. Take the dream as a warning that you must be really careful 
as it is a bad omen. Oh, great. You have enemies that you aren't aware of. Oh, Lord. You might have offended somebody unknowingly. Um, this is terrifying. A forthcoming threat in I, my waking life. I wish the dream interpreter had be- better news for you. I better watch out. <laughs> I better watch out. Uh, we actually just got a message from Greg from Guerneville. He said, Amber, it means that your favorite movie is The Revenant. He said, a, <laughs> a piece of advice for those with vivid dreams you're having, lay off the Leonardo DiCaprio movies. <laughs> you know, maybe that's more of what it is. Maybe, Possibly. Maybe I don't have anyone that I'm offending. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. You're the worst driver I've ever seen in my life. He's the worst driver. You never did know how to drive. Ben Affleck recently ran over a Starbucks sign in Los Angeles, and the sign actually got stuck in the back rim of his Mercedes. And believe it or not, the paparazzi actually helped Ben out. They pulled the sign out of the car and helped Ben maneuver through the drive-thru. You know, I I feel like this is not the first time I've heard of Ben Affleck doing something like this. The dude is always running over stuff. And he's always getting coffee, whether or not it's Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. Dude loves his iced coffee. Well, I think the most surprising thing is that he wasn't at a Dunkin' Donuts and he was at a Starbucks. (laughs) He's changing it up. Probably for J-Lo. She's like, you you gotta stop going to Dunkin'. You're a Starbucks guy Yeah, You're with me now. We're a Starbucks family. Uh, But since Ben Affleck you know, runs into stuff all the time in his car. Amber, have you ever ran into something in a parking lot or just something embarrassing overall? Yeah, my aunt's mailbox. I backed into it on Easter. It's funny that we're like bringing this up during this time of the year because every time I think of Easter, I think of the time I just backed into my aunt's mailbox and wasn't even noticing anything. Those mailboxes will do you dirty. Honestly, I've had a problem with a mailbox, too. I was pulling out of my high school girlfriend's driveway. It was a little little complicated, and I was feeling a little too confident pulling out. Boom, backed right into her mailbox and completely uprooted the thing. (laughs) It happens. Uh, happen. When has this happened to you? Carol from Santa Rosa is joining us. Carol, what did you hit with your car? I backed into my garage door handle, which ended up shattering my back window of my minivan. And I thought I had more room. And for some reason, the car wouldn't go anymore. So what did I do? I hit the accelerator to reverse more. Apparently, I was hitting the handle that you use to pull up the garage door. It cost (laughs) us over $500 to get there. Amber and Tanner in the morning. So Easter is this Sunday, if you celebrate. Happy early Easter. So we're going to play some Easter trivia in honor. I'm so glad you're answering these questions because I am struggling today, Tanner. (laughs) I'm I'm ready for Easter. I'm feeling very, very much in the spirit of it. I'm feeling good. You're feeling hoppy? Yeah. All right. Want to eat some candy? (laughs) Want to pet a bunny? I definitely do. That'd be amazing. Uh, So here we go. Here's the first... Easter trivia question. What is America's favorite Easter candy, Tanner? Is it A, Hershey's Kisses, B, Cadbury Cream Eggs, or C, Chocolate Bunnies? I believe it is B, Cadbury Cream Eggs. Woo! It is indeed. That is America's favorite Easter candy. All The other ones are on the top five lists, which yeah. is shocking to me. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. And uh, apparently Easter candy is more popular than Halloween candy. I believe it. Uh, all right. Number two, buying what for Easter is said to bring good luck for the rest of the year? Is it A, new clothes, B, jewelry, or C, plants? 
I'm gonna go with C, plants. Apparently it's new clothes. What? I've never heard of this. I mean, it's, it's an excuse to buy some new clothes. <laughs> and that's a good thing. <laughs> All right, so number three. The first Easter eggs were dyed what color? A, pink, B, blue, or C, red? I'm trying to think of colors I've seen in churches growing up. I'm gonna go with blue. Apparently it was red. It's to represent red? the it's to represent the blood of Christ. Oh, now that makes way it more doesn't sense. It? Yeah. I didn't know this. I had to look this one yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In Switzerland, this is number four. In Switzerland, what animal delivers Easter eggs to the kids? Is it A, the mountain hare, B, the alpine ibex, or C, the cuckoo? I'm gonna go with A, the mountain hare. Apparently it's the cuckoo. Really? It's a bird. Now, that's the only animal I've heard of on this list. Uh, so I should have went with my instincts on that one. I, I don't know. Uh, here, the Easter Bunny delivers candy to the kids. Okay. Uh, last one on the list. Easter's date is determined by what? Is it A, the moon, B, it's a fixed date, or C, when the Easter Bunny sees his shadow? I believe B. Well, no, it's not a fixed date. So I, oh gosh, that's a hard one. I guess I don't understand the correct terminology, so I'm just going to go with it's a fixed date. Because I I think I don't know what a fixed date means. <laughs> uh, like it's the same date every year. Oh, in that case, the moon. I mean, I guess I'll give it to you. But yes, it's it's on a lunar calendar. It's determined by the full moon. Yeah. Woo. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So lawmakers throughout the U.S. are pushing for a four-day work week. And one lawmaker here in California really wants workers to have a better work-life balance. Uh, so an assembly member named Christina Garcia is co-sponsoring a bill to make the state's official work week 32 hours for companies with 500 or more employees. So Christina says after two years of being in the pandemic, we've had over 47 million employees leave their job looking for better opportunities. They're sending a clear message that they want a better work-life balance. They want better emotional and mental health. And this is a part of that discussion. But a lot of people are against the four-day work weeks. Like, for example, California's Chamber of Commerce called the bill a job killer, and they said it would make hiring more expensive. Now, personally, I've always thought a four-day work week would be ideal. I don't really know a single person that could honestly say to me to my face, no, more time off sounds awful. <laughs> so I, I've, did, I've done some research, and I saw that places that have experimented with a four-day work week show higher productivity as well as greater focus, reduced fatigue, le less absenteeism, and overall better employee attitudes. Uh, you know, sometimes I think it can feel like our employers are working against us and not with us. They don't have our best interests at heart. Um, you know, they just want to work us to death. And I get that a lot of companies are for profit and that's what we're there for. They're there to work. We're there to do our jobs. Um, but I think that maybe a four-day work week is one solution that could, you know, provide employees a better work-life balance. And, you know, I just feel like there are so many parts of a work week that are just a waste of time. And, you know, reducing it to four days would not only 
cut down on that time that's wasted in our lives. Would it reduce our carbon footprint? We wouldn't waste so much money on gas and fuel trying to get to work. And the only con I could think of is that maybe we're just so used to five-day work weeks that it might be a little difficult for some people to squeeze all their work into four days. But we could probably get used to that. I mean, what do you think? Would a four-day work week work here in California? Why or why not? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines, one of them is real. I am trying to fool Amber. Can I mess can I mess with her and make her guess a fake story? Let's find out right now. I've fooled Amber 16 times and she has been victorious 19 times. <laughs> so I'm trying to get my record back on track and try to see if I can stoop you. Alright. Here's headline number one. Bear attends concert, shocks attendees. Headline number two, woman super glues dustpan to husband's hand over chores. Headline number three, smugglers hide money under two pays. I'm going to say that one again because I messed it up. Smugglers hide money under two pays. Uh, I, I think that I'm going to go with... Oh. This is tough, Tanner, but I think I'm going to go with the smuggler hiding the money under the toupees. Oh, man, for me, that is the headline in a haystack. I want to say congratulations. It's great for you, but bad for me. <laughs> well, let me just say I almost went with the super glue one because I've been seeing that trend on social media. Yeah. But the smuggler under the toupee is, is really funny. Here's the story. Several men were recently busted on an airport in India trying to smuggle $382,000 worth of gold and cash into the country. And they placed the money and jewelry under their toupees. And it didn't work. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What's the most unusual place you've been taken on a first date? There's a TikTok user. Her name is Amber. Great name. Uh, she actually went viral after she shared the story about how she matched with this guy on a dating app. And he thought it would be a good idea. Like, hey, let's go to Target. He said, I know it might be weird. But if it doesn't work out between us, at least we got some grocery shopping done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But she ended up saying that they had a really good time. Um, you know, they were going down the aisles, pointing out things that they liked. They were exploring. They had some really fun conversations and actually really helped them to get to know one another. Uh, so she said that she's going to give them another chance and that it ended up being an interesting first date. I think that's unique. I think very that's cool. kind of fun. It's very <laughs> untraditional, and I like it. Uh, so, Taylor, have you had a really unusual first date that was like this or just one you want to talk about? I had a very strange one. Uh, I dated a girl for a long time, and the th- when I would started when we were in college, and I drove her back home from college, <laughs> and she said, we're going to go on a date when we come back and I was like alright great she's like I want you to meet my parents first I was like alright kind of weird but whatever <sighs> next thing you know three hours later our first date was dinner with her parents I love that for you 
I didn't love it. It was insanely awkward. I can't imagine because you don't even know the other person. Yeah. And they're bringing in new people. You're like, I don't have new, new people energy. I only have like one new person energy. I feel like to (laughs) sit down with the parents, you at least have to know the person's middle name. (laughs) You know? know, Yeah. When they were born, where they're from. (laughs) Um, So uh, real quick before we get to the phones. I cannot tell you how many first dates I've had at Taco Bell. I don't know what is with the men out there that think that I want to go to Taco Bell for a first date, but heads up, I don't. I mean, I'm getting (laughs) married, but he didn't take me on Taco Bell. Maybe that's how I knew. (laughs) Maybe that's how I knew. Nothing says romance like a Crunchwrap Supreme. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we've got Sarah from Katati on the phone. Sarah, what's the most unusual place you've been taking on a first date? Burger King. Worst date ever. <laughs> I even had a pay for me and him. What? I was like, uh, you're the one that asked me on the date, and you're taking me to Burger King, and I got to pay? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Wake up in the morning for the roost to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Kendra. Kendra posts on social media all the time, and Barry Martindale is going to say that a neighbor has a problem with it. Hello? Hi, is this Kendra? Hi, yes. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I am representing one of your neighbors regarding a social media post you've made. You took a picture two weeks ago of your backyard. Do you recall this photo? Yes. Yeah. Were you wearing the photo that you can see your neighbor's home, which happens to be one of my clients? Um, I mean, I didn't really see it at the time. Let me pull it up. Were you aware that one of their kids was in this photo? Not real. I mean, yes and no. They're really just far there in the background like it's blurred Kendra did you get permission to post photos of other people's children on the internet no I mean I didn't ask I didn't ask permission to post it well my client knows that and my client currently wants to sue what I know. I I thought the same thing. I thought it was a little bit overboard. So we came to a little bit of a compromise. We know that you have a big social media following on Instagram, and they won't sue if you sell their online business on your Instagram like an endorsement. Would you be willing to do that? No. I mean, I can probably get my own lawyer, right? Well, you at least hear me out for what the product you would be endorsing is. I'm I'm, I'm not going to endorse any product. The endorsement is for an adult diaper website, and they want you to be the face of it. It sounds to me like they're trying to use me and use this somehow to try to get a leg up on their business using my social media following, and I'm not okay with that. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh my gosh. Wait, what? <laughs> Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Do you think sh- voicemail should be banned? I think voicemails need to go. Or at least you should have the option to not have them. I am so sick of getting voicemails. I have this friend back home. His name is Nick. He pocket dials me all the time and I have like a five minute voicemail of the sounds of his pocket. That happens to me pretty often because obviously my name is Amber and I'm like the first person in people's contact list and when I'm in their pocket 
I'm the one that gets dialed. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it, it it does stink to get those voicemails. But, Tanner, what about all those voicemails, like, you know, maybe from your mom where she's just like, Tanner, I know you're on the air right now, but I love you. My mom knows to never leave me a voicemail <laughs> because my track record with voicemails is maybe like I respond to maybe 3% of voicemails overalls <laughs> because my inbox is full of pocket dials. It is full of spam calls and stuff I just don't feel like getting back to. Aww. So I'm just going to say, if you want to reach me ever, never leave me a voicemail. Well, I still have voicemails that I've saved from over time, like my grandmother wishing me happy birthday and things like that. So I kind of like them. Yeah. And I always have that. That's nice. To listen to when I'm having a bad day, even if it's not my birthday. <laughs> Maybe I'm hating on it because no one ever leaves me a voicemail I actually want to listen to. Maybe oh, no, that's yeah. why I'm so bitter. <laughs> so I just don't understand why we don't have more options. And yeah. I have a solution. I'm very curious what you think about it. When someone doesn't pick up the phone, here's my idea. You have the option to receive a digital card with more contact information. Or if you're using a landline, you can hear other contact options on the phone. So it's like press one if you want the digital card or press two if you want to hear the other options. What do you mean digital card? Like you get, you would get a text that says an email address or a like Facebook page or a, just another way to contact somebody. Uh, okay. Well, you know, the iPhones have started like uh, typing out the voicemails. I know. I don't even want to read those. Is that lazy or what? (laughs) It would just be swish, 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 swish. Mark from Windsor, do you think we should get rid of voicemails? I am not with them being able to get rid of voicemail. They need to be able to do that in business. Business uses voicemails regularly. To get rid of it and have them not have to deal with it would be harming their future prospects in business. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. My friend is getting married in Healdsburg this June, so I'm planning her bachelorette party. And I booked a hotel for the party here in Santa Rosa. And uh, I went ahead and put it on my credit card. There's going to be like six other girls that are going. And I just wanted to go ahead and book it and get it done in case you know, they run out of rooms or something. Right. I wanted to do it ahead of time. So everyone agreed on the price and four of the girls have already paid me back. So that's great, right? Right. But what about the other two? Uh-oh. I know. Uh-oh. I, and I'm just like, okay, I, I don't need the money right now, but I'm not like into financing other people's fun. Like you're not going to come on this bachelorette trip unless you pay your part. You know what I mean? That stinks. I am so sorry. It's not like you can go Tony Soprano on them and be like, <laughs> where's my money? Where's my money? Yeah. Right. So uh, how do I go about like tastefully asking people like, hey, can you can you pay your part? Because it's the principle of the matter, not necessarily the money. Well, the interesting thing is that you put it on a credit card. Yeah. I think an angle you could go at this is, hey, my credit card bill is coming up and I don't want to pay for extra interest because you haven't paid me back yet. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. You say you're, you're costing me money because you're not giving the money that you owe. Yeah. Now, I've, I've already put, you know, the money the other girls gave me back on the credit card, luckily. So... I've already replaced that money, but like like you said, there's interest. There's yeah. other things to think about. It's so. awkward asking people for money, yes, I know. even if they owe you, because you don't want to be a jerk about it, but you also have to be like, hey, where's my money? 
you know, even if they're, you know, waiting for payday, just tell me that. Just yeah. be like, hey, I'm, I'm waiting for payday. And I'm like, you know what? Get, get it to me when you can. So they're like not texting you back anything or has it not been brought up? Uh, yeah, one girl did text me back and she said, I'll pay you on Friday, which was great. Great. She texted me this morning. And then another girl uh, hasn't responded at all. So There's one person that always does that <laughs> when you pay for a big thing like that, I swear. Well, we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber's Hand in the morning. You know, how can I tastefully ask for my money back? Val from Santa Rosa said, I don't let people borrow money for this reason. I don't mind paying for like a concert or a trip or something, but they got to pay me first. If they can't afford it at the time, that's too bad. Some people can't afford to pay for other people, let alone ourselves. Oh, okay. Good point. Good point. Uh, so Pete from Petaluma said, let them know you're struggling to pay your bills or something, and it would be helpful if they could repay you. And Jamie from Runner Park said, I always have a hard time asking for money, but I would just bring it, bring up the event they owe you the money for. Like, oh my gosh, I am still thinking about how fun that trip was. I think you still owe me X amount. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Cheryl from Runner Park, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Cheryl, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay, sounds like fun. The whole record for Amber is 415 wins and 32 losses. Cheryl, would you like to talk some smack for a half a point bonus? Oh, yeah. Amber, you're going down because you don't have your potty toilet with you. (laughs) (laughs) Is that going to be people's new (laughs) go-to? She goes down until she goes down. (laughs) Cheryl, here's question number one. Tinder is bringing back its festival mode feature, which allows people to meet one another at concerts. When you like somebody on Tinder, Cheryl, do you swipe right or left? Right. That is correct. Question number two. Stevie Nicks told Oprah that she would like to be part of the Chicks. What band catapulted Stevie Nicks into fame? Dixie Chicks. That is incorrect. Here's question number three. Courtney Cox says that her daughter is embarrassed by her social media posts. What character did Courtney Cox play in Friends? I can't think of it right now. That's that's okay. I'll give you next. Here's question number four. Tim McGraw says he starts his day with a jalapeno smoothie. Ooh. He probably learned that recipe in his home state. Is it Florida, Kentucky, or Louisiana? Louisiana. That is correct. Here is question number five. Simon Cowell plans to hold his bachelor party in Las Vegas. What show is Simon Cowell currently a judge on? Oh, it's something out of London. I think it's still with the vocals. I can't think of the name of it. I haven't seen it. That's okay. I'll give you an X. Going to bring Amber back in. Amber, you're going to go down. Cheryl says you're going to go down. She got two out of five today. Okay. Well, maybe you need your squatty potty today. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Here's question number one. Tinder is bringing back its festival mode feature, which allows people to meet one another at concerts. When you like somebody on Tinder, do you swipe right or left? Right. That is correct. Cheryl also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question number two. Stevie Nicks told Oprah that she would like to be part of the Chicks. What band catapulted Stevie Nicks into fame? Fleetwood Mac. That is correct. Cheryl got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to one. Question number three. Courtney Cox says that her daughter is embarrassed by her social media posts. What character did Courtney Cox play in Friends? 
Monica. That is correct. Cheryl got that incorrect. Three to one is the score. Amber is up. Question number four. Tim McGraw says that he starts his day with a jalapeno smoothie. He probably learned that recipe in his home state. Is it Florida, Kentucky, or Louisiana? Uh, I believe it's Louisiana. I believe that is correct. Cheryl also got that correct. The score is now four to two. And here's question number five. Simon Cowell plans to hold his bachelor party in Las Vegas. What show is Simon Cowell currently a judge on? I think it's like Britain's Got Talent or something like that. That is incorrect. Oh. I was looking for America's Got Talent. Oh! So America's the final Got Talent. <laughs> oh, I thought he was still doing the Brit show. No, he is doing the American show now. Okay. So well. <laughs> the final score is four to two. So Cheryl, you did lose and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're, you've got a family four-pack of tickets to the Cloverdale Citrus Fair thanks to which morning show? Woo! Thank you. I'm going thanks to Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. And it's a great day to be alive. Oh, man, we love Friday. And we do great day to be alive Friday because it's that time of the week where we air out everything bad that happened to us and get baptized and ready for the weekend thanks to Mr. Travis Tritt. And it's a great Amber, you want to kick us off? Uh, yeah, so my fiancé washed and dried an ink pen this week. And kid you not, I've spent every single day this week trying to clean up that ink disaster. And it's a great day to be alive. That stinks. That really? Every eats. day this week? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. There's... Yeah. Yep. Every single day. Yep. So I tried to use my 20 cent off a gallon discount at a gas station and the pump was out. So the discount went through, but the gas did not. So I wasted my discount. I'm mad about it. And it's a great day to be alive. So I found this new workout program over the weekends. Really excited about starting it. First day working out hurt my shoulder. And it's a great Are you rehabbing it? You could call it that. <laughs> so I got a new cell phone plan, and my first bill came in, and it was much more expensive than I signed up for. And it's a great day to be alive. Speaking of things being expensive, Cole and I bought our plane tickets back to Georgia for next month. The cheapest tickets we could find were almost $2,000. And it's a great day to be That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.